Ryan, thanks very much for joining us here on Game Changers. Uh, I guess let's just start with what the first kind of month and a half of uh, your AJHL career has been like. Yeah, it's been pretty fun. Um, yeah, it's definitely been kind of a, like a dream so far. Everything's been uh, um, pretty uh, surreal, I guess. Um, you know, it's it's gone pretty well so far, especially uh, the way I've played and uh, just kind of my personal goals along the way kind of um, been going on cues. So, and uh, all the guys are really great too. And coaching staff is great. So it's been fun to play at this level. Yeah. And some of the guys uh, you, you know, or know through their brothers who you played with. So coming into this locker room, especially at a training camp with some familiar faces and names probably made that a little bit easier. Did it not? Oh yeah, especially uh, knowing Jed and stuff. Like we work out at the um, same place, and then uh, Nathan Hawkins too is from Lethbridge, so been training with him all summer. And um, yeah, it's pretty easy to kind of integrate yourself into the room. I mean, the guys are already super welcoming already, so it was pretty easy. Yeah, that seems like a uh, pretty good room. Now, you've played almost as many games now already than than you did last season. How are you handling the fatigue factor and getting used to the increased workload? Yeah, uh, it's definitely been a change for sure. I think last year I probably, what, only played maybe 15 regular season games or so, something like that. Something like that, that, yeah. um, Yeah, no, honestly, I I felt really good. Uh, Like after, you know... I felt like I could play all 62, to be honest. Uh, my body felt really good. And um, honestly, it's just kind of the mental side of things, just kind of um, keeping consistent with your with your focus and um, knowing your goals and uh, just keep striving for greatness, really. And, uh, yeah. And, and that, that has to be the mindset of uh, just realizing what's in front of you each and every night, just like – in game it's almost a microcosm of your in game when you kind of take it save by save but then you can look back at the overall picture and you're you're right i think you did play exactly 16 games last year so that that fatigue factor was that something that you prepped for in this off season knowing that you know there could be an increased workload uh, stepping up to the next level and what was that off season like for you yeah, it was, it was definitely a grind for sure. I mean, I was in the gym like twice a day, uh, plus like ice times at night and um, just kind of working around the house and stuff too. So I was de- definitely preparing for it. I mean, my trainer did a great job too. And uh, just kind of, you know, you're always on the, the bike or assault bike and, you know, you're getting the cardio going. Um, so yeah, it was definitely um, a big uh, building block and in coming into this season was making sure my body was uh, at a hundred percent and uh, my cardio was um, much better than it was years prior. And you, do you, have you been able to note physically notice that as you're going, um, not that you ever got tired before, but just that you have maybe that extra push in the third period. Yeah, I definitely feel like I can go um, a lot longer, like uh, especially endurance wise, you can feel it in practice too. Like, you know, when practice was, you know, getting to an end sometimes before, you know, you're getting tired and you're kind of slipping into those bad habits where now it's kind of um, pretty just like one tempo and you're going all the way and uh, you can focus on those good habits a lot more. 
Yeah, 100%. What's the biggest difference for you off the ice uh, in your uh, first AJHL season? Um, well, I guess li- living with a billet family, I guess, and they're great. They're awesome. So uh, shout out to them. They do a great job. And uh, other than that, probably um, maybe just like travel wise and uh, you're on the road a lot. You're, you know, it's a pretty busy schedule. So you always got something on the go compared to the JP where, you know, you're kind of, you had a weekend off some weekends, which was really nice, but um, this is just a 24-7 grind, which I love, so. Yeah, it's it's hockey all the time, and, you know, this is obviously what your your focus is now on your career, and let's go back to the start of last year. Was making the jump to the AJHL this season, was that a goal that you set for yourself last year, or take me back to what your mindset was here as you were playing with Lethbridge United? Yeah, obviously, like, it's always been a, a dream of mine to play in the AJHL. I remember talking to my dad about it ever since I was little and, you know, trying to get a, you know, a Division One scholarship. That's always kind of been the dream. So, and unfortunately, last year, the, the Saints kind of gave me that opportunity with um, signing with them. And, um, yeah, honestly, last year is just to try and get noticed and um, by any junior A team and, uh, for me, I was fortunate enough uh, to get noticed by the Saints, so it's been it worked out really well. So and, far. and you mentioned about uh, going to school. Uh, tell me a little bit about that dream, and you know, have you grown up uh, paying a lot of attention to college games? I got to grow up right close to North Dakota, so I got to watch uh, North Dakota games all the time, and I was fascinated by it, just like I was the junior leagues in Canada. But tell me about that that goal and that dream of 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 being and now being so close, possibly uh, to achieving a, a trip down to the states to play hockey. Yeah, well, I grew up in Lethbridge, so we had the Hurricanes right there. And, you know, you're always watching major junior games, which was pretty cool. So um, definitely when I was younger, I fell in love with the WHL. And then the Bantam draft never came around and uh, I didn't get drafted, so which was all right. Um, but it was really my brother who, uh, my older brother, who turned me on to the, the college side of things in the States. And then I really started to take a look at that. And I'm like, wow, that'd be That'd be pretty cool, you know, get your education and um, play some really good hockey as well uh, while you're doing it. So I just thought that was um, really cool. Yeah, it, it is, uh, you know, the best of both worlds. Uh, and, and I think it's a, a, a great tale. Uh, and a great lesson for a lot of kids to learn that, you know, you, yeah, you're looking forward to that WHL draft. It doesn't happen. And there are other options and there are other routes and, and the college route is, uh, you know, has been proven uh, to be just as, uh, you know, successful as some of the other routes. So, so that's awesome. And, and I, I think that's a great lesson for other young kids out there that, yeah, being disappointed is fine, but it's not the be all end all and, you know, hockey, your hockey career can continue in fantastic fashion, even if you don't get drafted. Yeah, exactly. Tell me about the JPHL and uh, how that was uh, last season preparing you for this year in the AJHL. Yeah, it's it's a great league. I mean, really good competition. Uh, there's, you know, they're doing great things with that league. I just visited the the new rink in Nisku, and that's a, a very nice facility. So, I mean, the league's just going to keep growing and growing and uh, getting better and looks like this year they have a couple new teams so that's exciting to see and 
yeah, hopefully it just keeps growing because I, I loved it personally. Uh, like the, the facilities you get, uh, the coaches you get, the type of coaches you get, um, the off ice uh, development you get was unlike any other I've had in minor hockey uh, years prior. And um, yeah, it's just a really uh, fortunate thing for me to have that down in Lethbridge and uh, Wade Klippenstein kind of create that team. So uh, I was very fortunate uh, to have that happen. How much fun was that with that group? I mean, you guys had a tough start, but then you made the final four in the U18 division to be able to, to, to take that start and then see the finish and that completed project. That must've been so fun. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. We had a great group of guys um, and led by our uh, coach, Ed Zawatsky, uh, great coach. Uh, he really kind of helped us, you know, like uh, build together as a team and kind of uh, realize what it meant, uh, not only for, you know, your, your individual kind of standpoint, but uh, to be like, be strong as a team. And uh, he kind of led us that way. So, but yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. The guys were great. Leagues were great. Hotels were great. Um, yeah, it was a good year. What made you uh, give it a shot? Brand new league. Uh, what was it that you said? Hey, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this league a shot. Obviously, it worked out well because you're now in Spruce Grove. But do you remember what it was that made you say, "Yeah, I'm gonna play for the JPHL this year"? Yeah, uh, definitely the the people like who were involved around it. Uh, you know, I, I kind of put my trust into them, and I trusted those people, and you know, I knew they could um, you know further my hockey career, which they did. And especially having Alex Serrard down there as our uh, strength coach, as well as our goalie coach, he was kind of the, the turning point for me. And um, definitely one of my most influential goalie coaches and strength coaches to this point in my career. So I got to give a lot of props to him. Oh, that is awesome. Uh, how about your who is or was your favorite NHL goalie uh, when you were younger or if it's still the same today or different? Uh, when I was younger, uh, I really liked Roberto Luongo, um, just kind of his gear and everything just kind of, um, made me, uh, uh, like the attention of, uh, being a goalie. And I just thought he was really cool in the net, but now it's probably, uh, Devin Levi, Mm. a younger guy coming into the NHL, um, hasn't played too many games yet, but definitely kind of um a game structured somewhat similar to mine and just a super athletic guy whose compete level is insane and uh his details are uh just really awesome so yeah and and a guy that had some success uh, on the the international stage and i wonder as you continue in the ajhl if uh, the World Junior A Challenge is, is maybe on your mind and is that a a goal to play obviously internationally for canada at some point yeah, that's definitely a goal of mine that I've had uh, coming into the season is, you know, I, I'd really like to have a crack at that and um, we'll see where things go with it. Uh, but I think that would be, you know, there's there's not many other things that can compare to putting a maple leaf on your chest and going out to play. So I think that would be a huge honor. 
Uh, well, you mentioned Alex earlier, but uh, who, who are some of the people that have really helped you in your goaltending journey? It's such a specific position, and nowadays it's great that uh, you know kids from a young age get that specific tutoring. I mean, I grew up in an era where it was somebody's dad shooting on us. That was our goalie coach, and you didn't get the most specific training. But who's really helped you in your journey between the pipes? Uh, yeah, obviously Alex Rard. Um, my brother was an older goalie who played uh, – in the junior hockey ranks a little bit in junior a and junior b but uh, i've always kind of looked up to him and kind of he was he was he was a battler he, he loved to compete and that's kind of where i get some of that is from him so i've always looked up to him um obviously uh my dad you know he's the one that allows me to play the game like without him i, I probably wouldn't be a goalie he supports me so much whether it's just gear wise get nice or you know, paying for those goalie coaches, which are uh, not cheap. So uh, definitely my dad as well. Uh, my parents both are just great supporters of me. And, uh, you know, they do everything they can to help me out. Uh, but guys like Matt Weninger as well, I've had in the past of um, helped my game. Uh, the guys at GDI do a great job too um, in Calgary. So I like visiting those guys in the summer and yeah, it's it's honestly been a um, uh, a city or, or like a village of people that kind of you know helped me along the way. Yeah, it it uh, certainly is. Um, how many sets of pads do you go through a, a year? Um, well, my pads that I had uh, before, I had them for two years. Oh, Love and blocker, and then yeah. So coming into this year, I got brand new sets of everything and. I have a, a game glove and a, a game blocker and a practice glove and a practice blocker. So I have two gloves and two blockers. So that definitely helps out with uh, keeping the gear a little bit more intact and not getting as many stingers as you usually do. Yeah, no kidding. Do you find that, that your gloves are exactly the same? Do you, do you get them exactly the same practice and game or does it matter to you? Uh, the game one is just a little bit more, um, like easier to close where the practice one's a lot stiffer and it has more padding. Sure. So you're not getting those, uh, stingers and stuff. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're the same make. They're both a 580 and mm-hmm. blockers are pretty generally the same. Just the, the palms are the same. That's about the only thing you can change on a blocker, I think. Right. Yeah, exactly. There's not, there's not a whole lot. Um, what about your mask, a uh, white mask guy, or are you uh, looking to get it painted? Uh, yeah, I've, I've had a white mask for the past two seasons or mm-hmm. no, maybe three now. Um, but usually I, I've always had a painted mask growing up, but as you kind of get older, you, uh, uh, and as you're transitioning to junior, you're always told to just go with a plain white mask because mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen. Right. So, uh, I'd, I'd definitely love to get it painted soon, uh, but I've, growing up, I've always had a custom mask with a cookie monster on there and <laughs> and everything and my nickname on my chin. So uh, hopefully I'll get another one soon. 
that that's the the greatest thing I think about being a goaltender is you know and I'm a bit of a, a gear nerd is you know I love the kits I love the the JPHL setup with some of the kids like the you know I'm partial to the all black Okanagan look I thought it was really cool and I, I even when I was playing I'd always be checking out the other guys gear and stuff like that so it's the the coolest thing about the position is you get to stand out a little bit you get to personalize it a little bit I mean not a lot of guys can do stickers on their helmet or paint their helmets so it's the one really neat thing about that position is you can put some personality into your equipment oh yeah i remember even playing road hockey and stuff back in the day i'd always be putting like tape on my pads or making some sort of design on there and yeah i've always i think you know um being a goalie that's kind of one of the first things you you look at is how cool those guys look in the net and you're like man like i, I want to be one of those guys so yeah that's the way i was hockey cards uh, the poses and then you would try to uh, act them out and in, in practice and everything and it's just it's so much fun uh ryan this has been a lot of fun uh, I, I had the pleasure of watching you in the jp last year it's been fun watching you uh, with the saints so far continued success and uh, we'll chat down the road awesome thank you